You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am still not the storyteller. Lost in the woods, Carmen. Because I am the storyteller, Crime Weaver Tyler, bringing you the thrilling continuation of The Journey West. A conclusion? No, certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is with us? Yeah, are we the only ones here? Um, <clears throat> I, I've got a name, but I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I should say it. Is it <laughs> offensive? Um, it's just... Is it illegal? It's not. A, it's not illegal. It's just. A, it's just a little blue. <laughs> I, I guess. Is it but a little it is. sexy? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. So my my uh, name my name for today is um is is Robert Anus, um, <laughs> and and he's got he gets asked for for directions um, a lot, and it and it just so happens that the the veins. Uh, crossing his his uh-huh. his dimpus form um, a, a perfect roadmap of the downtown area um, in in which he lives, and so he keeps getting it out. Does he also have like the train lines on there? Yeah, it's got everything and, and the it's, bus routes. And it's a real it's a real miracle of nature to be to be perfectly honest with you. But he just. He keeps getting in trouble for getting it out, and like I said, I, I don't know that I'm happy about it, but but there it is. Well, which like chicken or egg this situation for me? Who came first, Robert Anus or Chicago? <laughs> um, well, Chicago uh, predates Robert Anus. That is definitely a miracle, then. Yeah, he was born the most Chicago. Yeah, is that a gift or a curse? <laughs> Hard to say. Uh, also, you're still here. Yes, I am. You're a magnificent rapscallion, Grimoire Highwind, <laughs> captain of the fucking Ragnarok. As I said, we're going to continue reading the Journey West this week because last week ended on such a cliffhanger that I didn't want to wait an entire year to read the next installment because everyone would forget what happened. And per <laughs> my usual methodology of dealing with folklore, I have already forgotten what happened. See, this is what I feared, is that we couldn't even go, uh, well, now two weeks without hearing the, the next installment before everyone has forgotten what happened. Does anybody yeah, we, remember anything that happened? Oh, I do. We, we did have to, like, have that week break so that it wasn't, like, to too, cleanse. too big a, a Monkey King uh, trend breaker. Having I read so much out. Monkey King that I got a fever. <laughs> it's true. And had yeah. to sleep for multiple days. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so last time we had Goku riding the flying Nimbus chasing after the pig demon. Yes, that is where we left off. Uh, after this he week, wore a dress. I want to emphasize that. And right, pooped. right. After I do remember the <laughs> took pooping. <a> shit. <laughs> uh, this week we are reading chapter nineteen of the Journey West. The title being "In the Cloud Pathway Cave, Sun Wukong Wins Over Zubaji." Spoilers. Uh, so, Monkey, riding atop his cloud, uh, chased Zoo, the pig demon, uh, who was still in the form of a stream of sparks, mm. all the way back to his mountain cave home in the Cloud Pathway Cave. Do you think it's uh, uncomfortable to to be a stream of sparks? Zoo is the pig demon. Is it? We have not learned his last name yet, except okay. for hearing it in the title just now. Okay. But it does have a meaning to it that we will get to. You said his name was Jumanji, like the yes. board game? Jumanji. Uh, reassembled as himself, instead of a stream of sparks. 
He rushed inside, and he came running back out with his nine-pronged rake. Very efficient for uh, the fall times. Yeah, good, and, good for stabbing. Uh, Monkey asked him, how do you know my name, you evil demon? What powers have you got? Tell me honestly, and I'll spare your life. I appreciate the upfront nature of the Monkey King. Uh, so Zhu told Monkey that he was the reincarnation of Marshal Tian Peng, who was the commander-in-chief of 80,000 Heavenly Navy soldiers. Heavenly Navy? The Heavenly Navy. As in, like, like I, run, I guess run by their the boats are on clouds. Hmm. Maybe through the Milky Way, if they're running that whole Milky Way as a river thing that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of lore in this uh, greater area tends to. Uh, unfortunately, though, one night at a party for deities taking place in the Heavenly Palace, uh, he took a drunken pass at the Moon Goddess, who then reported him to the Jade Emperor, who then banished Zoo to be reincarnated as this pig demon on Earth. Their HR department takes sexual harassment very seriously. I, I was going to say, they do a much better job than <laughs> than a lot of places do here and now. <laughs> in current day. Yeah. I mean, for... For what it's worth, I don't know if you are now banished to be a literal pig demon. Uh, we're, we're downsizing you to pig demon. Cancel culture is out of control. Yeah, <laughs> it's just pig demons left and right these days. Yeah, you should. You should <laughs> can't even up... tell a woman she's pretty anymore. Yeah, a, a pip should not be pig Im- Im- imperative plan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so needless to say, during his time in heaven, Zhu had uh, learned about Monkey's insane rebellion that he led against heaven, single-handedly. <laughs> yeah, word would delightful. get around. Mm-hmm. So the two begin to fight, and they have a magnificent midnight battle at the mountainside. That and sounds... They... <laughs> a magnificent midnight battle at the mountainside sounds like something you'd see on a billboard. <laughs> Yeah, I'd see that play. There is a poem about it. I did omit it. But just know that it was beautiful <laughs> enough for someone to write a poem. Cool. cool. Um, but not beautiful enough to move Tyler to read it no. to us. No, no <laughs> form of poetry is enough to move me. Standards have changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand beside you on that one. Pros or GTFO? Uh, they fought until dawn. And when Zoo became tired of fighting, he simply became a hurricane again and retreated into his cave. And then he shut the gate behind him. This is a skill I would like to have in order to leave parties early. <laughs> it's a good excuse to just oh, dip. Oh shit, I'm a hurricane. Well, gotta go. Am hurricane. Then you can also kind of like pick up the, the chips or good snacks too on the way. <laughs> no one can really say anything. Sneak them out. Yeah. Uh, Monkey couldn't get Zoo to come back out, even though he was banging on his gate and shouting at him. So he decided that he should go check in with Sanzong, because he was probably worried that Monkey was never going to come back. (laughs) A valid fear. Monkey does get distracted pretty easy. Uh, So Monkey returned to Sanzong, who did ask him for an update, and Monkey said, He is no common or garden ghost, master. Uh, and he isn't any ordinary wild animal turned monster. He is Marshal Tian Peng, who was exiled to the mortal world. I was going to kill him in the building in the back, but he turned into a hurricane and fled. I would like to see a book called The Garden Varietals Ghost Guide. <laughs> it's just like a little field guide to your um, to your common everyday garden ghosts. I, I bet that would be fun to write and yeah. research. Just going to bookmark that one. <laughs> yeah. When I struck at this wind, he changed into sparks and went straight back into his cave, and then he came out with a nine-pronged rake and fought me all night. He broke off the engagement in terror as the dawn broke and shut himself in his cave. I was going to smash down the gates and have it out with him, but then it occurred to me that you might be worried after waiting for so long, so I came back to put you in the picture first. He's Very learning empathy. Monkey. He's growing. So, quick question. Uh, referencing, I guess, a lot of the episodes I wasn't here for, which is just a damn shame. Um, does the Sanzong have some sort of like control over the uh, Monkey King? He does. Monkey is wearing a crown that Sanzong has control words over to make him do various things. Sort of like uh, Enuyasha being able to. Very like, much so. You just shout sit. sit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Monkey has a crown on his head that he cannot remove and that has uh, specific code words attached to it mm. to get him to do what Sanzong wants. I'm guessing slapped on his head by the Bodhisattva or something like that? Correct. Cool. I'm I mean, if you're If you're going to be entrapped by someone, you might as well get a cool accessory out of it at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's got to be a cursed item, might as well be a damn crown, right? Exactly. He's some style going. I mean, he is the monkey king after all. You can't just give him, like, I don't know, chains. It's boring. <laughs> a fedora. <laughs> My monkey. <laughs> uh, after Monkey had made his report, Squire Gao came back and uh, knelt before him, saying, Venerable sir, I'm afraid that although you've chased him away, he'll come back after you've gone. So this is no real solution. Please, I beg of you, catch him for me and exterminate him to prevent trouble from uh, in the future. All right, Ghostbusters. I promise you that I shall not be remiss if you do this for me, and there will, of course, be rich rewards. I shall write a deed, witnessed by my relations and friends, giving you half of my property and my land. Please, please eradicate this evil weed and save the honor of the family. I don't know that the Monkey King has any need for a deed to land. <laughs> he is fought he not, heaven. Is he not a land owner already? Uh, I don't <laughs> know if he owns the mountain that he was stuck under for all that time. He doesn't have a deed um, to that. All, was, all that I'm like, I don't know when squatters' rights kick in. I think it's 28 years. I think he's well past that. Yeah, he was under there for 500 years. <laughs> <laughs> So he owns a mountain, a pair of pants he stole, mm-hmm. and a I dragon. Mean, and he was horse. the king of the island of uh, fruits and flowers, which is where he's originally from. Yeah, but does he does he still get any claim to ownership over that after being banished? I don't know. I mean, he's still the he living. He kind of left it to go live in heaven. I assume he he put people in charge of running it for him. Maybe or eminent domains kicked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The government took the government's own land. I mean, any manner of monkey civil war could have happened in 500 years. (laughs) I'm not going to argue that. (laughs) We don't know the the political uh, structure of the island of flowers and fruits anymore. It's a rapidly shifting situation, I think. But he, (laughs) at at one point, he must have been a landowner. Yeah. Uh, You've got no sense of what's proper, old man, replied monkey with a grin. He told me that although uh, he may have put away a lot of your rice and tea, he's also done a lot of good for you. You've piled up a lot of wealth in the past few years, all thanks to his efforts. He says he hasn't been eating your food in idleness and wants to know why you're trying to have him exercised. Because he's a racist old bastard. (laughs) Racist against ghosts and demons. Venerable sir, the old man replied, he may never have done anything wicked, but it does our reputation no good to have a son-in-law like him. Whether he does anything or not, people say that the Gows have asked a monster to marry into the family, and I simply cannot bear to hear a thing like that. Oh, boy. (laughs) He's just a bastard. Yeah, like, okay, well, our son-in-law hasn't done anything, but he isn't as good as I would like him to be. He does look like a pig, and that is too far. It's a little much. I had dreams of a son-in-law and this is not them yeah the the monkey king should be thumping the uh this uh old bastard uh pretty hard (laughs) over the top of the head with his uh hair rod uh so monkey shrugged and he hopped back on his cloud and he returned to the mountain to have it out with zoo anything for a punch just just fucking shrugged and was like whatever good enough for me monkey king doesn't have like a moral code it's anything for a punch fair i mean this is goku uh he leapt up the mountain and he smashed the gates open with a single blow from his cudgel and he shouted come out and fight monkey you chaff guzzling moron that's a good insult (laughs) it's a good entrance Hmm. if if you could enter a party that way and leave a party as a hurricane no one will ever forget you uh zoo who had been sleeping was startled awake and grabbed his rake again (laughs) and he shouted back what have i ever done to make you smash down my gates you'd better take a look at the statute book there's the death penalty for breaking and entering it's there apparently i mean in georgia yeah (laughs) it's called castle doctrine 
Uh, you fool, laughed monkey. I've got very good justification for smashing your gates. You abducted a girl by force, without matchmakers or witnesses, and without giving proper presents. Wait, so you can abduct people if there are witnesses? And matchmakers, and if you give them presents. Yeah, yeah. nice ones. That's that's oh. courtship. Not, yeah, that's, not that's just wooing. any presents. They have to be proper ones. William Sonoma, minimum. No target. <laughs> You're a fine one to talk about who deserves to have his head cut off. Was that? Implied, I guess. Okay. I, yeah, that would be the death penalty, I suppose. Yeah, punishment's yeah. awfully harsh here for... Existing. Yeah, for not shopping at Williams-Sonoma. I don't know. That, that's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, Zoo took a swing at the Monkey King with the rake, and uh, Monkey blocked it with his cudgel. And retorted, is that the rake you used when you were tilling the fields and growing vegetables for the gows as their hired hand? What's so wonderful about it that I should be afraid of you? It's, you're literally slapping at me with a farm instrument. Why should I care? You don't realize that this is no ordinary weapon, the monster replied. This was refined from divine ice iron, hammered by Lord Laozi himself. No other blade is worth a mention. My rake is the sharpest weapon ever, and it will scatter your souls and send your spirit flying. Can we just discuss for a moment how fucking magical it is that the most terrifying blade on this mortal, like, on this mortal realm is a fucking rake? (laughs) That a pig owns. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I love it. (laughs) At this, Monkey simply put his cudgel away. And he stuck his neck out forward, offering his head as a target for the rake. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Um, Basically. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> it's insane, but yeah, it's good. The monster raised his rake and brought it down with all his might. But although flames leapt forth, it did not even scratch Monkey's scalp. Monkey is OP. <laughs> <laughs> the original Mary Sue. The monster's arms and legs turned to jelly with fright as he exclaimed, What a head! What a head! <laughs> That's a good response on all fronts. I am I am imagining him, like I know the jelly to fright thing is a pretty common metaphor, but I am imagining him with like super rubber hose wiggly arms that he, he just screeches that. <laughs> now, having lived in the South as long as you have, have you ever seen a jar of pickled pig's feet? <laughs> it's already jelly. Yeah, it's already jelly. Super gross. Not my thing. Uh, Monkey said, When I was captured for wrecking the heavenly palace, I was marched to a place where all the gods of heaven hacked at me with axes, hit me with maces, cut at me with swords, stabbed at me with daggers, tried to burn me with lightning, and pounded (laughs) me with thunder. But none of it hurt me in the slightest. Where did Monkey get this magical uh, invulnerability from? Being born stone from a stone egg. That's he was a, a monkey born out of a stone egg? Yeah, yep. he was. <laughs> I think because the Jade Emperor did a whoopsie. I don't quite remember. The, like Jade, the Jade Emperor, Emperor accidentally looked at him or something. Uh, yeah, the Jade Emperor pulled like a Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and accidentally laid an egg. A stone egg with a monkey king in it. Yeah. So wait, a the... bastard man. <laughs> the Jade Emperor is... Sun Wukong's daddy? I Eyeball think. daddy. I would, ha- I would have to go back and either read or listen to what we said in chapter one. All I remember is the stone egg. Okay. Then I was put in the eight trigrams furnace where I was refined with divine fire so that my eyes are now fiery golden pupils and my head brazen and my shoulders cast of iron. Is this the imagery that I've been missing for like, does is are his eyes constantly on fire? Is his uh, yeah, hair just like fiery pupils? And he's got pauldrons welded on instead of shoulders. <laughs> I guess. That makes him much more terrifying. If you don't believe me, try a few more blows to see whether you can hurt me or not. Uh, Zoo said, what brings you here and why are you bullying me in front of my own gates? <laughs> Fair question. They're very judgmental gates. Surely my father-in-law didn't go all the way to heaven to ask you to come here. Uh, Monkey said, I have turned away from evil and been converted to good. Is is that what this is? Mileage may vary on that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, f- I feel like, as in most of our stories that we encounter, the definition of good is extremely squishy. <laughs> <laughs> I am protecting the patriarch Sanzong on his journey to the Western Heaven to visit the Buddha and ask for the scriptures. We happened to ask for a night's lodging when we came to Gao Village, and in the course of our conversation, Old Gao asked me to rescue his daughter and capture you, you chaff-guzzling moron. <laughs> doesn't Just reminding him. Doesn't it doesn't hit as hard the yeah, second doesn't, time. Yeah, it doesn't feel as good second time around <laughs> Monkey King. I think, I think, step, step that one. That up. was a one and done. Yeah. We might have been missing the inflection. I don't know. You can you can hammer the same insult twice if you hit it harder the second time. You can, like, it, you can, but you need other ones in between. I think. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta hit a rhythm. Or it or it sounds like that's the only one you can think of. And you're real proud of yourself. And at that point, I lose respect. <laughs> like when a when a writer or a jokester or whatever gets like too chuffed at their own game. <laughs> I sense it immediately, and the like anti-authoritarian in me that hates being told what to do, think, or enjoy. <laughs> now like, I don't like. You're this. an idiot. I hate it. <laughs> what What does that look like in a writer? Um, I'm just curious. Anytime a writer is trying to tell us that a character is a particular way, but this is unsupported by any of the character's actions, um, mm. which happens. Huh. Like how clever a character is despite constantly yeah. doing stupid things. Or or like those, I guess a super dangerous thing to do as a writer to uh, create a, a story that relies on a, a story within it that is supposed to be brilliant, you know? Like like the, the best work of art. Right. The best song um, anyone's ever heard. I think Lady in the Water maybe hit on this a little bit. It's the weakest part of uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Um, Movie. We watched it recently. Yeah. (laughs) Like uh, a plot device that needs to be... I mean, the song in Rent that is supposed to be this guy's masterpiece (laughs) is the worst song he sings in the entire freaking... The song he sings about wanting to come up with a song is one of the strongest songs in the musical. (laughs) And then the song he comes up with makes no damn sense and is boring and terrible. Um, Yeah, Um, I I guess he's right. Tenacious D side-skirted it. Yeah, and... But, like, in in kind of a fun way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's it's moments like that in a story that will make me instantly go, no, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me what to think. I would like to point out the exact inverse of this, and thank you, Tenacious D, for giving us tribute. <laughs> exactly. The monster dropped his rake on the ground in astonishment when he heard Sanzong's name, and he said, Where is this pilgrim? Please take me to meet him. What do you want to see him for? Monkey asked. Guan Yin, the Bodhisattva, converted me and told me to obey the monastic rules and eat vegetarian food here till I could go with that pilgrim the one who's going to the Western Heaven to worship the Buddha and ask for the scriptures. Man, this uh, poor pig, yep. man. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he got drunk, and he did a sexual harassment, and that's not good. That is sure. definitely not good. Is um, hitting on someone immediately sexual harassment? I don't well, know. Well, he did kidnap her and yeah, keep her in a building for it's against her will for quite a while. No, no, no. No, the, uh, the, moon, the moon person. Yeah, I mean, he might have just, like, sidled up to the bar and been like, hey, you're real pretty. Can I buy you a drink? And she's like, fuck this pig. pig. Yeah. <laughs> you are pig now. Like, that's uh, not yeah. sexual harassment, just saying. Right, but even if it was, like, not good, but there are better ways of dealing with it that are, that are not, like, condemned to pig forever. <laughs> um, you could say, hey, I'm not interested. Then that's a good. That's a good starting point. Then there's this marriage... And I don't remember a lot of what was told, but it sounded like it was fairly legitimate, whatever, uh, like, the initial pact. It began that way, yes. Right, and then the guy mm-hmm. would just, like, the the dad had second thoughts because he had dreams about what a son-in-law should be. Well, um, over time, the son-in-law became more piggish looking, which was the problem. While well, still making we, the man richer than look, hell. we all do as we age. you start really looking like the stink pig uh, <laughs> like we don't all we don't all get to age gracefully <laughs> and i don't think that if if you 
start out as a legitimate son-in-law and you you happen to gracelessly age as you do nothing else wrong that your mm-hmm. father-in-law gets to be like well you i made imagine your father-in-law someone... rich but yeah. you're ugly <laughs> i imagine someone prettier uh who would come do holidays with me and you are neither of these things so you should die like this guy's just trying to live his life he's been converted he's eating vegetarian he's trying to keep his nose clean but his nose looks just a little bit like a pig's just waiting for a pilgrim to come along so that he can protect him on his journey west i am 100 percent on pig boy's side here (laughs) yeah it sounds like he hasn't really been (laughs) the piece of shit that the uh that old bastard's been calling him. Yeah, like this poor guy comes in. He's he's very like loving with who he thinks he is his lady friend. Then has to like watch her take a shit and turn into a monkey that's trying to kill him. <laughs> he's had a bad day. He's had a bad series of days, for reference. A monkey is very tenacious. <laughs> I mean that that would be rough, and I'm I can't I can't deny that. <laughs> Uh, Zoo continued, I'll be able to make up for my sins through this good deed and win a good reward. I have been waiting for him for years, but there's been no news of him till now. If you're a disciple of his, why didn't you say something about fetching the scriptures before instead of making this vicious attack on me in my home? <laughs> why why do you not use words when you just kicked my shit apart? <laughs> Uh, monkey responded this had better not be a trick to soften me up and make me let you get away uh, if you really want to protect Sanzong and you aren't trying to kill me then you'd better make a vow to heaven and i'll take you to meet my master isn't monkey the person who cares the least about vows to heaven he went up there and punched them all <laughs> he's trying to be a better person now slowly and poorly slowly and yeah. still with a lot of punch. Yeah. The monster fell to his knees with a thud, and he kowtowed to the sky, shouting, If I am not completely sincere, cut me up into 10,000 bits for breaking the laws of heaven. And... and he was subsequently cut to bits, I assume? No, this swayed Monkey, and he agreed to bring uh, to bring Zhu to meet Sanzong, if Zhu lit a torch and burnt his own home to the ground right this instant. What the hell? <laughs> that That is really just Monkey being bored. This is to prove that he no longer had earthly attachments. Monkey, you don't get to... <laughs> to lord your uh, Buddhist The guy who's constantly stealing pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, Monkey's... he does get to because he can thump real good. So... <laughs> I, guess, I guess Monkey's take on the buddhist philosophy is that no one else should be attached to their worldly goods so it's okay if monkey takes them (laughs) uh so zoo did this immediately with no second thoughts oh fuck it i got a couple of firebombs right here let's do this uh monkey ordered zoo to hand over his rake which he did dutifully and then monkey used a magic hair to create a length of rope to bind the monster's hands which zoo allowed him to do docilely this poor man, one pig guy thing. I, I mean, yes, he's being, he's having to deal with Sun Wukong, which is a problem, just sort of in <laughs> itself. But he is, like, getting the chance to move forward on his path to, I don't know, not being a pig man, I guess, is probably what was promised him. So now homeless, rakeless, and arms tied together, uh, <laughs> Zoo is grabbed by the ear by Monkey and led out of the cave. Well, that's just mean. Take it easy, the monster pleaded. You're pulling so hard, you're hurting my ear. Can't be done, Monkey replied. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey don't know how to take it easy. (laughs) Can't show you any favors. Yeah, execution is probably an easier end than just dealing with Monkey for ten minutes. As the old saying goes, even a good pig must be handled roughly. That's a shitty old saying. <laughs> Yikes. Wait until you've seen my master. If you really are sincere, you'll be released then. Monkey. Uh, when old Gao and all of his friends and relations saw Monkey coming, tugging the bound monster by his ear, they all came into the courtyard and said happily, Venerable sir, this is the son-in-law, all right? The monster went forward, he fell to his knees, and he kowtowed to Sun Zong with his hands behind his back. 
So I, still tied, he managed to get his hands behind his back, or were they tied behind his back? I think that's where they were tied. Okay. So I, so like everyone comes out just to confirm to Monkey that, hey, look, yeah, that's the son-in-law. <laughs> you weren't beating up the wrong pig. <laughs> Man, how embarrassing would that be? You just punched some random pig. How often has Monkey pig. heard that? <laughs> Mr. Monkey, Monkey you beat the wrong pig to death. <laughs> we appreciate the bacon, but we did kind of need him to last. Yeah, we'll we'll say we do not support animal abuse. We need to spread that pig out a little bit. <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry now. Zoo shouted, Master, your disciple failed to welcome you. Had I known, Master, that you were staying in my father-in-law's house, I'd have come to greet you and do homage, and I'd have been saved all of this agony. I want to come and do homage. <laughs> you can come do homage over here all you want. We'll take homage. Uh, Sanzong was so pleased that he asked Squire Gao to bring an incense table forward, uh, which was done at once. Sanzong then washed his hands, burnt incense, bowed low to the south, and said... Thanks be to the Bodhisattva for her divine grace. The elders also burnt incense and bowed low in worship with him. And when this was done, Sanzong took a seat of honor in the hall and told Monkey to untie the monster. Uh, So Monkey just shook his own body, which made the (laughs) rope turn back into hairs, and they returned to his body. So he just gets jiggy with it, and then... (laughs) (laughs) That's how he does magic. (laughs) I will remind you, that is an actual song by Will Smith. <laughs> Get what? Getting jiggy with it? Did oh. you miss the 90s? No. That, I, I, thought, I thought there was some, some pig magic involved in the Will Smith song. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that that happened. <laughs> well, no. So if Will Smith would like to reinvigorate his music career. I think he's actively doing that, yeah. Would yeah, he? He, should, he should look into some like pig music. Um, yeah, I'll give, I'll give him another shot there. I really, really have this beautiful, like, visual of, um, of Will Smith in front of a metal band, just pig squealing like an actual (laughs) devil, and it is delightful. He bites the head off of a pig at a concert. (laughs) Wait, is is Will Smith leaning full Aussie now? (laughs) I have not kept up with the pop culture trends. He's had hard times ever since Hancock. <laughs> He's doing pig magic now. <laughs> that is that is the and all the good it did him was get him in Suicide Squad. So the, it's not doing great. The path of celebrity breakdown does usually include at least one uh, pig magic stop. Yeah, it was it was Hancock pig magic Suicide Squad. Well, let's not forget about After Earth. That's true. There, yeah. was, there were a few more Was sins. that pre or post pig magic, though? Uh, or, I, or concurrent with? Is that part of the pig magic? Concurrent. Probably pre. I don't what know. about Pursuit of Happiness? Didn't see that it. a good some... movie? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it. Was I it fueled by it. pig magic, though? Because then I might need to revisit my feelings on it. Honestly, like, looking back because we're on this digression looking back at will smith's career is the, the poor bastard keeps being like cast in the worst like in the worst movies and is the only like pseudo good thing about them i would like to point out i am legend wild wild west well that movie was fucking gold let's not <laughs> as a damn classic it's got a big mechanical spider in it i was thinking uh, yeah. about i might <laughs> i was thinking about rewatching wild wild west actually <laughs> Uh, Tyler, I have a question for you brought up in this conversation. Uh-huh. Um, if the quality of the movie, like if, if on its own merits, you're like, I enjoyed this movie, but then you discover that pig magic is behind it, that's that's enough to change your opinion. Like, Yeah, I love pigs. Where the, where the movie quality comes from is more important than the end result. Anyone who crimes a pig for any reason is on my shit list. I, I guess that's fair. But what if they're criming with a pig? Yeah, what if they are just, like, channeling if, if pig If the pig crime? is complicit, um, <laughs> then I need to bring, I need to go to pig jail and scare that pig straight. <laughs> I need to spin my chair around and tell that pig how he's ruining his life. Wait, it's a crime You're weaver. The... <laughs> Hold on, we, we got a heel turn here or something? <laughs> 
I'm trying to figure out how this works in Crime Weaver lore. Are you- <laughs> I don't want pigs to be like me. <laughs> What's so hard to understand about that? They're too I venerable? want pigs to have a better life than I've had. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> That's why I want to lift them up and show them the sky. <laughs> Only the-, the stars. You're you're the monkey king of pig crime. And that, like, the monkey king expects everyone else to lose their worldly attachments so that he can gather them. (laughs) And you expect (laughs) pigs to lose their crime attachments so that you can gather them. Uh, So anyway, (laughs) back to the journey west. I guess. Uh, Zoo, now released from his binds, uh, bowed to Monkey, his elder brother. Mm. Uh, because he had joined first, so he begins to address him as elder brother from here on. Uh, Sun Zong told him, if you wish to earn a good reward by going with me as my disciple, I need to give you a Buddhist name to call you by. Master, Zhu replied, when the Bodhisattva laid her hands upon my head and told me to obey the prohibitions, she gave me a Buddhist name. I already got one, dude. You don't get to rename me. It is Zhu Wu Neng which translates to pig awakened to power. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> power pig. Oh man, that's a name I'm almost willing to steal. Uh, yeah. Sun Zong replied though, uh, you are not to eat the five stinking foods. <laughs> <laughs> which, which are? Or the three forbidden meats. Sadly, these are not laid out for us. Well, it's time for us to make a problem solve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is our job <laughs> as what the folklore team. It's, well, I'm almost certain it's whatever whatever is kosher for Buddhism. We could look that up. Mm-hmm. Or, not. <laughs> or we can make unilateral decisions based on no evidence. So what are the five stinking foods? Well, one and what of are them, the three forbidden meats? One of the stinking foods is absolutely a durian. Yeah, yes. I mean, f- famous for being a stinky food. And and living sort of in that part of the world. Uh, I assume the other one is probably some sort of yak milk based cheese. <laughs> yeah, very one of, specific. Yeah, one of those very pungent cheeses. Uh, one of those Brussels sprouts. Pretty stinky. They're good. They are stinky though. Um, they're not good, but they are stinky. <laughs> they they're are good, good. They're good if you roast them. If you boil them, mm. it's just a, a squishy fart in your mouth. It's a leaf mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, you shouldn't boil most foods. Let's just go ahead and say nature's shitty that. gusher. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. That's a way to That's put the it. one thing that we've beaten Mother Nature at. <laughs> it's gushers. gushers. It's the only thing. <laughs> Wait, it's the <laughs> only thing where we are dominant. <laughs> yeah. In Man versus Nature, that whole section of literature that is Man versus Nature. We've lost every single time except for Gushers. is the, the pinnacle of our achievement. Um, I I would submit the pizza bagel as a candidate as well for better than Gushers. Not necessarily no, no, no. better, but like if I if you were going to introduce, oh, oh okay, Gordy, what if, if you were going to introduce Earth to some aliens uh-huh. who are trying to make up their minds about about what to do with us and you said this is earth home world of gushers and the pizza bagel <laughs> i i think you are off to a good start i I'm think not... you have described both like american <laughs> productions <laughs> um i i'm not gonna argue with you that pizza bagels are a delightful uh human achievement but i will argue that like unlike the gusher, they are not a direct challenge to something nature has put together. They're, they're not a slap in the face of Mother Gaia, because yes. they do. Okay. Um, all right, that's they're, they're they're man versus. I, I don't. What are the other ones? It's man versus nature, man versus himself, man versus man. Food. Man versus God. I think. At and some man point. versus God. All right, bagels might be man versus God. The pizza bagel. <laughs> But it's not man versus nature. (laughs) Environment. Man versus environment is one of them. That's different from nature? Um, Yeah. Yeah, because it can be... It can be a non-natural environment. It can be a a social construct. Man versus porcupine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what the toothpick is. 
in yes. in Homeward Bound. Man uh, versus Big Scary Turtle King is Nintendo's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of them. All right, so bag, uh, the pizza bagel is Man versus God. Gushers are Man versus Nature, uh, and one of the, th- the third of the. Uh, Brussels sprouts are the third of the forbidden stinky fruits. So we have two more stinky f- foods that we need to uh, forbid. And three forbidden meats. Yeah. Uh, what other stinky foods would there be? Uh, I don't know. Alcohol might fall into that. Fermented fruit. It's not I stinky. I think that's legitimately one of them. But. Mm. All right. Um, or like matcha. Kombucha. Kimchi. Kombucha. That's the one. Yeah. yeah kombucha. Matcha is just like good good green tea don't you dare add that to like the forbidden, <laughs> sorry like, sorry i like the ch noise i was just like hunting for the drink with the ch noise somewhere in the middle of it and that was <laughs> the, yeah, kombucha was what i was thinking yeah um what are my... the forbidden meats uh pig is one of them because i'm sure cannibalism is frowned upon in most societies i'd say wait pig <laughs> Rainbow. All right, why is, why is the intern freaking out? The intern's freaking out because my phone dropped. <laughs> and, oh, and this is not allowed. We have triggered defense mode in the fray bug. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, pig and dog as two of the three forbidden meats. Uh, I'll throw in cat just because. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> mm, I was gonna say All pepperoni. other meat is go. <laughs> you were going to put pepperoni in the list of forbidden foods. Oh, face ham. Face ham, <laughs> yeah, like the hams that have like a that have like a face um, printed onto them, and that's a separate category from pig. Yeah. I legitimately have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> face ham, where like you slice it and there's like a clown face on the inside of the the loaf. You might like, call it like the ham a, loaf, like a bologna sort of situation where yeah, what face ham. I think I know what you're talking about now, and I'm upset by the the resurgence of this knowledge in my brain. Face is ham. it sort of like, like, uh, like meats suspended in aspic kind of thing? <laughs> I don't know how it's produced. Aspic is definitely on the stink foods that should be banned. Yeah, um, that's a good that's a good call. I like know all all of 1970s cookbook. That was uh, 50s. But 50s. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hot do- well, I like hot dogs. Uh, God, so after Sunzong forbid the consumption of these things <laughs> that we have uh, very dutifully lined out for you, uh, he yeah. says, I am giving you another name. Eight prohibitions or Baji. Baji. I will is... obey my master's command, the moron happily replied. The moron? <laughs> the moron that... happily replied? Is That's that how written? the book refers to him. Why? He doesn't seem stupid, though. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly... He's... He's been kind of an upstanding individual. He made one drunken pass at a moon goddess and got turned into a pig and was like, hold on, let me be a farmer, I guess, and I... try to live a good life and wait for this priest, and then does exactly that, gets his ass beat by a monkey, and then is just like, all right, well, guess I'm the fucking moron now. Yeah, like he's all his actions have been pretty grounded. Um, he hasn't done anything stupid that I've seen. Uh, from that moment on, he was known as Zubaji or Eight Prohibitions Pig. I liked his original name, honestly. Yeah, this is a he probably did too. Yeah, this is a downgrade. Like if you went from uh, like Strong Punch Sally to uh, sober and and law abiding Sally, can't eat cheese, Sally. Yeah, glu- <laughs> gluten intolerant Sally. <laughs> like it's just how just <laughs> it's just as, sad. <laughs> not as good. You'd want to be strong punch again. Squire Gao was happier than ever to see that he had turned uh, that Zoo had turned from evil to good. Well, he wasn't evil. He wasn't so he evil. Ordered he was his never servants. evil. <laughs> Everyone was just an asshole to him. He was. He, I mean, he ate a lot, sure, but don't. It was all vegetables, though. Gao ordered his servants to set out a banquet uh, with which to thank Monkey and Sunzong for their service. They didn't do anything? Uh, Pig went over to Squire Gao, and he tugged on his coat, and he said, Sir, may my wife come out and pay her respects to these two gentlemen? Uh, Brother, said Monkey with a laugh. 
You've entered the church now and become a monk. Don't ever talk about a wife again. Your marriage is annulled. (laughs) Only Taoist priests can have families. We Buddhist monks never marry. Let's all sit down and eat a vegetarian meal. Then we can finally set off early tomorrow morning on our journey to the West. Kind of lost my interest at the vegetarian banquet. I'm going to be honest. Uh, when they had all eaten their fill, Squire Gao brought pieces of gold and silver to the weight of 200 ounces on a red lacquer tray, and he offered them to the three pilgrims to help with their expenses on their journey. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's quite a bit. <laughs> you say gold and silver? Gold and silver. 200 well, ounces. I mean, if he's packing it mostly silver, then it's not quite as much, but like that's still a lot. <clears throat> yeah, especially for uh, like no worldly attachments crew here. Yeah. Uh to which Sun Zong said, We are mendicant monks, sir. We beg for our food in the villages and other places through which we pass, so we could not possibly accept gold sil- or silver as a reward. Monkey's like, I'll take pants. Monkey then marched up and grabbed a handful of the money. Yep. Uh, <laughs> then he addressed the young man who he had grabbed the other day, Gao Kai. Yesterday, he said, I troubled you to lead my master here, and today he has recruited another disciple, but we have been unable to show our gratitude. So take these pieces of gold and silver as your fee for guiding us, and buy yourself a pair of straw sandals. If you have any more evil spirits in the future, and you help us again, we'll be able to show even more appreciation. So, just food for thought. I appreciate the idea behind the ascetic or the like mendicant monk, but like, you do actually directly benefit a local economy by putting money from a different economy into it Mm -hmm. so like i mean i get that you're trying to be like pure and chaste but you can help the community better by giving people money rather than just taking it based on their goodwill (laughs) yeah like that has always felt a little weird to me the the begging for food as part of your piety Mm -hmm. Uh, because do a job make some money (laughs) pay for your stuff like that's i don't know i don't yeah I'm not gonna it, go it, down this train i i agree though it definitely like pulls benefit from community to you as opposed to creating benefit for community uh which like could be argued that they're doing spiritually but uh, i mean they got rid of this pig demon the spirit fares better when the body they is buddied up with a pig demon it's <laughs> not panicking about survival all the time <clears throat> Like, you got that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and self-actualization is not the stepping stone to food. Uh, the young man, Gao Kai, took the gold and silver from Monkey and kowtowed to express his thanks. Uh, Pig then swaggered over to old Gao again and said, Please inform my mother-in-law, my sisters-in-law, my brothers-in-law, and uncles that I have become a monk today, and asked them to excuse me for not saying goodbye in person. Father-in-law, look after my wife well. If we don't get the scriptures, I'll go back to lay life and work for you as son-in-law again. So he's, like, he's no. hedging his bets. In case we fail, I'll be back. I mean, again, he made the man rich as balls. So, again, the old bastard should really just have been more thankful this whole time. Moron shouted monkey, stop talking nonsense. I'm doing nothing of the sort, Pig replied. I am thinking that if things go wrong, I'd be wasting my time as a monk. And my wife's marriage would have been ruined for nothing. Has anyone asked the wife how she's enjoying her marriage? I know she was, like, locked up in a in a box. That I mean, part wasn't Might have been a really big box. I mean, it was a building. It was a house. It's still not great. No, but... I mean, I mean from, consider the times. From what we have read in folktales, it's definitely not the worst... Enough of your idle chatter, said Sunzong. Let's be on our way at once. So their luggage was hung from a carrying pole and placed on pig's shoulders. And they saddled up their white horse, which is secretly a dragon. Uh, Sunzong mounted it, and Monkey led the way with his iron cudgel over his shoulder. And thus the three of them left Squire Gao, his relations, and his friends, and headed west. Yeah, the follow-up episode for this was very good. <laughs> it, it ends very anime, like, mm-hmm. and on to new adventures. Off to the sunset. So that's it for chapter 19 of The Journey West.
Well, I oh, guess we'll hear we... about Monkey King in two more years. <laughs> See what he's up to. Well, thank you, Tyler, for bringing us more Monkey Madness. Mm-hmm. The uh, good China. The good China. <laughs> to continue that bit. Yep. Uh, and we will be back with Spook Lore for the remainder of October. Sorry, mm-hmm. like time is a Jeremy Baramy this year. Uh, kind of forgot it was October. Regularly am forgetting it is October. So uh, we will we will get back on track here with some Spook Lore <laughs> soon. Um, so thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for your support of the show, for sharing things on Twitter, for uh, just all the general goodwill and, and joy that you have brought to our lives. Uh, thank you to our patrons for creating a wonderful community, uh, for supporting us financially, and for just being delightful humans. Uh, thank you to our top-tier patrons, Lily, Hachiko, uh, Becca, your friendly neighborhood swamp witch, Kelly, Anaphylactic Shock, Katarina, Tasmanian Tiger, Kula, Funky Little Strawberry, Help, Rachel, I'm Trapped in a Podcast, Lemur, Everything's Coming Up Spagouse, Caitlin, Danielle, Wyatt, Soapy Faye, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Thank You, Yonder Toad, Donbury Enthusiast, Cobus Cat, DPRCM, Versus Me 101, The Day Dude, Pyrus, Kelty, Lovelace, Nathan the Scott, Alex, Nell, A Sexually Undead, Dave, actually a ghost this whole time who can now finally rest in peace. Maya, <laughs> Grace, Bus Devotee, High Lustus of Wimbus, uh, High Lustus of Wimbus, Yahweh Yahweh, Little Smorgasbord, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Jeremiah, Lily, Izzy, Heather, High Meow Lady of the Cult of Cricket, and Nuisance of the Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Doug. And patrons, I was on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Doug. Uh, We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.